to The Insatiable Appetite. My name is Renee Wheeler. I'm the director of our Compass Eating Occasions database here at the Hartman Group. And I am joined by our CEO, Lori Demerit. Hello. And today we're going to be discussing Gen X eating occasions as a follow-up to our other generational-focused podcasts on kid, teen, Gen Z adults, millennials, and boomers. Yes, we decided to save the best generation for last. Uh, Of course, with both of us being in this generation, we might be skewing our perspective slightly, but we'll still call (laughs) it the best for now. Agreed. Our opinion might be slightly biased uh, because of that. And uh, before we dive in, I want to let our listeners know that today's content is sourced from the Hartman Group's 2021 Compass Eating Occasions database. And for those of you who aren't familiar, this is an online survey in which we field three times per year in the summer, spring, and fall. And we're capturing everything that the respondent had to eat and drink in the past 24 hours, followed by a deep dive into one to two of those occasions, including where the occasion took place, who was present, when did they decide what to have, what cooking methods, if any, were involved, where did they source the food and beverage on that occasion, and what are the needs dates driving their decisions? And that's just to name a few. So today we're going to look at eating occasions among Gen Xers who in 2021 were between the ages of 41 and 56. So why are we focusing on Gen X? Well, Gen X as a generation tends to be more overlooked. We are a smaller portion of the population sandwiched between the larger millennial and boomer generations. And so we're barely a whisper, I think, in most marketing circles. But according to Pew Research, Gen X are projected to pass boomers in population size by 2028. So beyond just our personal associations with this generation, this is one large reason for why this generation should not be ignored. Absolutely. And Gen Xers came of age alongside video games, MTV, personal computing and the internet, but still remember what life was like before this. They witnessed the fall of the Berlin Wall and the NASA Challenger explosion as defining life moments. Now, because Gen Xers fall in the middle of millennials and boomers, their attitudes, beliefs, and even demographics also tend to fall somewhere in the middle, often appearing as a midpoint between the more drastic differences between millennials and boomers. However, Gen X should not be defined as the middle child or the whatever generation. In fact, Gen X has far more influence on the marketplace than we may think. So therefore, we want to discuss what makes this generation unique with regard to eating occasions. So first off, let's talk about the demographics of Gen Xers. When compared to total adults, they slightly over-index for having higher household income and education levels. Six out of 10 are married or are living with a partner, and they are less likely to be single when compared to younger generations. About half are employed full-time, more than Gen Z and boomers, but less than millennials, and they over-index for being self-employed or being a homemaker. About one-third of Gen Xers have children under the age of 18 in their household, which is far greater than Gen Z and boomers, but fewer than millennials, who are at 51%. Other demographics, such as which U.S. region they live in, urban versus suburban neighborhoods, and race and ethnicity closely resemble those of the total U.S. adult population. Now, diving into occasions, let's start with when are Gen Xers eating across the day? Now, when we look at the distribution of eating occasions across the day, we find that, well, for the most part, when Gen Xers eat closely resembles that of total U.S. adults, with 48% of their occasions being defined as snacks and 52% as meals. 
But when we look at the percentage of the Gen X population that participates in each of the eight eating occasions across the day, we see some interesting skews. So for example, on an average day in 2021, almost one quarter of Gen Xers participated in the early morning snacking occasion. So what we define as a snack before breakfast. Now, this is less than the 32% of millennials, but much more than the 16% of boomers who participate in this occasion. Now, it's also an occasion that has seen some growth when compared to both 2019 and 2020. So in fact, in 2020, only 16% of Gen X had an early morning snack. So that's an increase of seven percentage points in just one year. Now, interestingly, this was also the only day part in which participation increased among Gen X in 2021. When compared to before the pandemic or 2019, the share of Gen Xers who are participating in lunch, dinner, and after dinner snacking occasions declined in 2021. So this is definitely a signal that the pandemic has and likely continues to impact this generation's day-to-day eating routines. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we're seeing that in terms of who they are eating with as well. About 40% of Gen X occasions take place alone. And this is something that's shifted in recent years. Prior to the pandemic, almost half of Gen X eating occasions took place alone. So obviously it declined in 2020 and remained lower throughout 2021 as many families and couples were at home together more often and thus eating together more often as well. Mm -hmm. And we've also seen some shifts in where Gen Xers are eating. In 2021, 77% of Gen X occasions took place at home. Now, this is lower than it was in 2020 when more consumers were staying at home due to the pandemic, but it hasn't quite yet returned to pre-pandemic levels as we still see just slightly decreased levels of away-from-home occasions, which includes work, restaurant, or other away from home locations. Now, it'll be interesting to see if this remains stable in 2022 as many continue to work from home or if we'll see a further decline in at-home occasions as others return to their pre-pandemic routines. Well, let's talk about restaurant sourcing and cooking next. In 2021, about a quarter of Gen X occasions were sourced from a restaurant, which includes takeout and delivery. Now, while this is lower than millennials and Gen Z, what's really interesting and important to note is that Gen X are twice as likely to source from restaurants when compared to boomers. And this has increased significantly when compared to before the pandemic. So when we've spoken to consumers about this, we found that very soon after the initial lockdown, consumers pretty quickly started to experience cooking fatigue and were seeking convenient and delicious meal solutions from restaurants. And they were also looking to help support employees in the restaurant industry. You know, I know this is very true in my household where my cooking only impressed my family for a very short time and we are all (laughs) very happy that we can get takeout again on a regular basis. Agreed. Now, uh, turning to cooking, as we found in our recent syndicated study on meals, a majority of Gen X say that they enjoy cooking, right? A little over 60% say they like it or love it, which is much higher than boomers at around 40%. And almost half of Gen X occasions involve some degree of preparation. So ranging from a little bit to heavier amounts of prep. And this is significantly higher than both of the younger generations, but less so than boomers. As with total occasions, stovetop and microwaving are the most common preparation methods, followed by baking, toasting, boiling, and one-pot or crock-pot cooking. 
And during the beginning of the pandemic, many Gen Xers were using time at home to experiment more with cooking. So even among these consumers who are at a time in their life when they've established more of a cooking routine or cooking skills in general, seven out of 10 said they either acquired or improved at least one cooking skill during the pandemic. And the top appliance acquired during the pandemic among Gen X was indeed the air fryer. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, Another interesting point about Gen X is the large share of occasions that involve leftovers. In fact, 28% of Gen X occasions involve some amount of leftovers and three quarters of Gen Xers say they often have leftovers as a meal. And this makes sense given the amount of restaurant sourcing and preparation among Gen X. Many of us are intentionally ordering more from food service or cooking more at home in order to have enough for leftovers. And what are they doing while they eat? Well, similar to all adults, watching television is the top activity. In fact, almost 60% of Gen X occasions that take place at home involve watching TV. Now, this is followed by almost 20% of occasions that involve nothing, right? You're just simply enjoying your snack or meal. Now, beyond this, far fewer or below 8% of Gen X occasions involve other activities such as browsing or shopping online, answering email, or playing video games. Now let's touch upon the characteristics and need states of Gen X eating occasions. Gen X most often place importance on really taking the time to enjoy food and wanting food that tastes better than the status quo. Now this is similar to millennials, but significantly higher than on both Gen Z and boomer occasions. Gen Xers are also more likely than Gen Z and boomers to be focused on health and wellness while eating as well. And what are they feeling when deciding what to eat and drink? Well, as again, with total occasions, satisfying hunger is the top emotional driver on Gen X occasions. But beyond this, top feelings include, you know, wanting something that will delight them, wanting to do something healthy for themselves, eating out of habit, and wanting to enjoy good food with someone they care about. Now, they're less likely than younger generations to experience those more mundane feelings of being tired, busy, off balance, bored, or sad but they are more likely to feel those feelings than boomers. The most important considerations on Gen X eating occasions are about convenience, real, simple ingredients, better flavor, and price. And these top needs are fairly similar across the generations. But beyond this, this is where we see some unique differences, particularly when we look at the rank order of need states between millennials, Gen X, and boomers. And when we compare the ranking of needs between Gen X and millennial occasions, we find that Gen X place more relative importance on having a specific brand, like, ah, I just got to have my Oreos or my Pepsi, and a variety of other health-related needs, such as moderation, a special health benefit, or the absence of negatives. And when compared to boomers, Gen Xers are more likely to consider convenience, price, and having local or seasonal foods important. And many of these needs closely align with food and beverage attributes that Gen Xers are looking for when they start selecting foods and beverages to have on a given occasion. So similar to millennials, but more so than boomers, Gen X are looking for foods and beverages that provide sustenance and refreshment, along with more functional attributes, such as providing sustained energy or relaxation. They're less likely than boomers to seek out familiar flavors and instead are more likely to crave a variety of foods, flavors, and textures both new options and those that connect them with their family heritage or ethnicity. 
And it's also important to note the variety of more premium-oriented needs that are important to Gen X. So over one-third of Gen X occasions involve important needs such as having local seasonal foods, high-quality or artisan foods or ingredients, authentic global flavors, and engaging with those who care about foods such as farmers and chefs. And sustainability is also important to this generation. So in fact, 35% of Gen X eating occasions are about having something that positively impacts the environment or society. Now that is lower than millennials at 50%, but much higher than boomers at 15%. Gen X are also much more likely to express a willingness to pay more for sustainable foods and beverages when compared to boomers. Over one third say they often pay more for foods or beverages that are better for the environment, better for workers and farmers, and for products in which animals were treating more humanely. And we know this is part of the broader movement towards sustainability attributes being indicators of quality in the minds of these consumers. Mm-hmm. So to wrap things up, there are a few things we've learned today that those in the food and beverage industry should take into consideration when trying to attract Gen X consumers. But just because they're in the middle of two very different and sizable generations does not mean that they should be ignored. And boomer and millennial focused messaging is likely not resonating very well because of the many differences we just spoke about. So in fact, it's important to note that within this generation, there are broad differences, right? Some still have younger children, some have teenagers in the household, some have become empty nesters, and some are caring for aging parents. It's also important to note that many of Gen X's beliefs and attitudes are being passed down to their Gen Z or even Gen Alpha children. And we're seeing this in a lot of our research where Gen Z are adopting attitudes and behaviors similar to their Gen X parents. Yeah, at this stage in their life, they're becoming more concerned about getting older and are placing more importance on health-related needs on eating and drinking occasions when compared to younger generations. Inherently functional and nutrient-dense foods that are fresh, less processed and sustainably sourced, but also convenient, are important to this generation. And I think it's worth noting that many Gen Xers, over 50%, are willing to pay more for options that are better for them. And that is just one more reason to pay attention to this, (laughs) to our generation. Yes. Well, Lori, I think we covered quite a bit on the topic of Gen X today, so I think that's a great place for us to wrap up. If you would like to learn more about Gen X or the capabilities of our Eating Occasions database, please reach out to us here at the Hartman Group. We are here to help you navigate any questions and challenges about what all of this means for your business. So thank you so much for joining me today, Lori, and thank you all for listening. Catch us again on the next episode of The Insatiable Appetite. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.